Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and have a bookie in your back pocket. Please gamble responsibly. Full time at the National Stadium, Celtic 4, Rangers nil. Celtic put their place in the Scottish Cup final and in some style. Goals from Rogic, McGregor, Dembele and in Cham ensure Derby Day belongs to Celtic and it's now 10 in a row unbeaten for Brendan Rodgers. Celtic almost had the dream start after five minutes. A ball over by Encham found Dembele in the box but the Frenchman's volley smacked off the post and went wide. But it didn't take long for Celtic to take the lead soon after. Tom Rogic, a nice pass by Dembele. The Australian twisting and turning in the box, slotted it past Fotheringham to make it Celtic 1, Rangers 0 and it was 2 not long after McGregor this time latched onto a poor clearance by Martin drilled it past the keeper to double the hoops advantage and make it at half time Celtic 2, Rangers 0 the second half exploded into life when Dembele was pulled down by McCrory Bobby Madden pointed to the spot and produced a red card Rangers down to, den- to 10 Dembele stepped up from the spot lovely dink over Fotheringham Celtic 3, Rangers 0 Craig Gordon then produced a stunning double save first from Morelos header and then by Martin to keep Rangers out a crazy couple of minutes then followed. Lustig fluffed his clearance. It looked over Gordon, hit the bar. It fell to Alfredo Morelos, but the striker put it straight at Gordon from six yards out. Forrest almost made it four. He was fed in by it in champ, but the winger shot went inches wide. But it was just over ten minutes left. It was 4-0 again from the penalty spot. Roberts taken out by Holt. Up stepped Olivier and Cham. No chance for Wedge Fotheringham to assert Celtic's dominance in this derby. McGregor almost made it five with a long-range shot from outside the box, but it ballooned over the bar and it remained Celtic 4, Rangers 0. That's how it finished. Celtic now 10 games unbeaten against Rangers. Once again, Derby Day belongs to Brendan Rodgers. They make it to the Scottish Cup final full-time at Hampden. Celtic 4, Rangers 0. Gordon DL. What can you say? Celtic thoroughly deserve the win. I had my rant at half-time about Rangers how bad they were but you've got to congratulate Celtic I thought they were terrific today it was a canter for them a canter for Brendan Rodgers they weren't tested whatsoever and they deserve to be in the final and obviously going for back-to-back double, uh, treble sorry. and they deserve that because they are the better side they're a mile ahead of Rangers you look at this Rangers side I thought they were a shambles I thought Graham Murphy is out his depth they should not be the Rangers manager in my opinion you look at players coming off and giving them a mouth throw I don't believe in that you're looking at the final whistle there Morelis and Dockery having to go to each other get up the tunnel it's an absolute shambles they're a shambles they need something sorted, but congratulations to Celtic. They'll enjoy the night. They'll look forward to May the 19th and against a motherable side who will probably give them a harder game than Rangers did today. Derby supremacy confirmed. Brendan Rodgers side 90 minutes from historic double treble. Celtic and Mullerwell will contest the 2018 Scottish Cup final full time in this old firm derby. It's Celtic 4, Rangers 0. OK, now is the chance for you to have your say you've listened to us all afternoon you've watched the game you've no doubt got plenty of thoughts so why not share them 0141 951 1025 give us a call right now because the open line is open sum it up for us Hugh Keevans well for Celtic they are 90 minutes away from the chance to create Scottish football history with the double treble for Rangers I cannot use any other expression other than it is a dark day. There has never been in the history of our game a time when Rangers have lagged behind Celtic to this degree. Dave King now has to find a manager because Graham Murty is finished as of now. Uh, He has to find himself money with which to buy players. And the players who competed against Celtic today, and I use the word ill-advisedly there, competed, the players who were on the park against Celtic today, uh, some of them like Jamie Murphy and uh, Russell Martin, uh, 
they have yet to decide or the club have yet to decide whether they become full-time Rangers players on the basis of today's display it's not worth Rangers money so they have to spend money elsewhere and get themselves a squad that can begin begin to look at getting towards Celtic but Dave King is a man under serious pressure tonight Gordon DL who would your man of the match be? Oh, well, anyone in the Celtic jersey, to be honest with you, I thought Cham was different class in the middle of the park. I think he's just getting better and better. He's exceptional. Um, you know, McGregor's always a threat, always scores a goal, but I was cruise control today. I wouldn't give any Rangers players pass marks. And it sums it up for me, the fact that Candias, he deserves... He, not just him he deserves to get substituted he walks by his manager he gives him a mouthful and he walks up the tunnel that sums it up there's not a togetherness there was a, a squabble between Doherty and Morellis. I don't know what was going on there but I thought Celtic they cruised it they will never get an easier semi-final and I've said it from day one and I'm not a, you know it's not a witch hunt against Graham Murty he's not good enough and then the sooner Rangers realise that and realise that the manager's not good enough, their players aren't good enough, then there's a chance to move forward. If they don't do that, Celtic and Brendan Rodgers will easily cruise it for the next few years. I don't wish to make it any harder for the Rangers supporters, but they have to play Celtic again two weeks today. What kind of shape are they in for that? They're, they're in no shape whatsoever. I, you know, everybody. It's easy to pick a team, um, Hugh, and it's easy to sit here and criticise after games. I've been a manager. I know how hard it is. I know what it's like. But I'm sorry, you can't throw guys like Andy Halliday into the starting lineup uh, because he came on last week against Dundee and, and done all right for 20 minutes. He's not been seen. Jason Cummings has been brought up for Nottingham Forest, scored a hat trick, not been seen. Windass come on the, the day not disappeared as usual uh, Candias disappears Morelis they're turning and saying they've not backed 12 million 11 million pounds seriously is someone trying to kid everybody on here come on I think that Rangers need I think that's the best thing that could happen to Rangers today because Sorry, I don't think the manager's good enough. I don't think you should be in the position. Start looking for a manager. Start looking for someone with a bit of strength, a strong character to take this club forward and get decent players in that can carry the instructions through and at least give Celtic a game because they won't even wash the Celtic strips this afternoon. They cruise this. Hugh Keevans, Murdo McLeod and Derek Johnson with me, Gordon Duncan, in the studio. Gordon DL's at Hamden. Now it's time for you to get in touch Celtic fans, I'm sure you enjoyed it Tell us what you enjoyed the most Rangers fans, I'm sure you didn't Tell us where it went wrong And where do Rangers go from here 01419511025 Tommy is first up tonight He's a Rangers fan in Govan Hi Tommy Hi there uh, I'm just making my way back for the game I mean I'm absolutely disgusted Kind of bewildered I can't really compute what happened there today um, I, I mean I think Graham Murray I would actually have, I thought this was his audition for the job, to be honest. To say that he's failed miserably is the understatement of the century. I, I think the question for Murray now, particularly after taking Halliday off with five minutes to go, is is he going to resign or is he going to try and stick it out to the end of the season if he hasn't demoralised the squad eh, after today? But the bigger point really is, as far as up the stairs concerned and Dave King, Dave King needs to relinquish control of this club 
He's been running it by remote control for the last couple of years, and we've stumbled to one shambles to another to another to another, and there's nothing changed. He's actually Murray saved him for even going into even worse shambles when Kachina left. But this is all down to the board, and the board clearly are not fit for purpose. They need to go, and I certainly, I, I, I'm not renewing until there's changes up the stairs. Well, the, 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 you, you can't, uh, Tommy, you can't just remove a board. You have to have another one to replace it, and, and somebody has to invest in Rangers in order to do so. Now, that's, from this distance, unlikely to happen. In the meantime, you're right, uh, Dave King runs Rangers by long distance control He's appointed Douglas Park This week as a vice chairman So Douglas Park Now back living in Scotland Will assume control of Rangers affairs On a day to day basis So you know where everything lies Tommy Graham Murty's finished as of tonight There's no chance in this world Of Graham Murty being appointed Rangers manager On what time frame though? I mean is he still just there To the end of the season yeah. as planned? Yeah he has to be Other Otherwise, what do you do? I mean, well, unless you, I keep saying, I've said it for the last few weeks, you've got to start planning now for next season. And, and if Graham Murphy's not going to be the manager, then something has to happen now. I've said as well, Rangers have to have a plan B. You know, if they don't want him, they've got to make sure they get one in very, very quickly because you can't just bring in players and say to Graham, look, You've done a great job, but we're stabilised. I'm sorry, you're one. You're not going to take us forward, and then go away. And whoever comes in has got three or four players that he's never yeah, heard yeah, of before, and they come the, in. The previous manager, the Rangers board, must have known that they were going to get rid of him, and that's and they didn't have someone in mind because it, Graham Murphy came well, that's in. That's why I'm saying they need a plan B. One. That's so why they need it. What they've got to do just now. Well, they did, they, but they, his name was Derek McInnes. Yes, Hi. and other than talk of Plan B, Rangers need money. This can only be solved. By well, money. Funny, funny you said that, Hugh, because the last line that Tommy from Govan delivered there, and we know that the Rangers fans have been incredibly loyal over yeah. the last couple of years. That cannot be doubted. But the last line he said there was, "I'm not renewing my season ticket, you know, until the picture yeah. improves." And that's that's the reality. Uh, then that's yeah. the real. That's the the the, the seriousness of the as situation. I, as I said to Derek a few minutes ago, the Rangers supporters have been tremendous in their backing for the club, but they will not. Stand for this season upon season And now Forget Graham Murthy And forget about a managerial appointment Before the end of the season That will not happen Graham Murthy will have to soldier mm. on Until the end of the season But in the summertime Money has to be found from somewhere A club incidentally Who owe £17 million in loans But money has to be found yeah. And players who might have been permanent transfers Have today shown Rangers and their supporters They're not worth the effort Tommy what did you make of the Andy Halliday Situation all round So first of all I'm starting the game Then I'm being hooked before half time And the reaction to it as well Well I, th- I think starting the game Looked a gamble As I thought McCrory was And I thought yeah. right well okay let, Let's just see how this goes He's, he's rolling the dice Um Obviously, and it wasn't down to McCrory or Halliday. I mean, it was just men against boys. Mm-hmm. They were bossing the, the whole game, overrunning us from start to finish. In my opinion, the thing with Halliday was he actually has humiliated that guy to the extent where that guy will carry what happened to him today to his box. And all he had today was wait five minutes. I think it was actually disgraceful that he took him after five minutes to go. 
it was actually an indictment of his abilities or non-abilities as a manager. I think and Tommy, was he not accused of, of, of not being decisive enough Absolutely. the last time, though? There's been decisive and there's, there's humiliating somebody to... I mean, that's... A, how's he ever going to live, out, uh, live past that? I well, well, he's going to have to. He's going to have to, Tommy, because he didn't have a great game. You know, there was no Rangers player had a good game today. I mean, I've, I've watched, especially the first half, and I was really embarrassed as, as a Rangers supporter. I was embarrassed watching that first half. I think the lack of effort for a start. You know, they were, they were, they were ran into the ground by Celtic. They were chasing shadows. You know, they, they responded a wee bit for ten minutes in the second half, and even then, when they get golden opportunities to score, to get a consolation goal, even you know they couldn't even do that. It was but, an embarrassment but, but for Derek, Rangers today. Just going back, what Tommy was saying there, but just going back five minutes before half time, you've got a side that's really poor. You you've put in a new player for the first time. He came on last week, did well for twenty minutes. You've then you're taking him off. For five or even four minutes. Let me ask, let me ask Gordon DL in terms of the the view at the stadium. Gordon, where do you sit in this then generally? Because we we know it can go one or two ways. I know that it's humiliating for the player. I get that, but at the same time, is it not also a case that if the manager thinks he has to change something, he just does it? Yeah, that's a big decision. That's what you get paid the money for, Gordon. Um, but I think that it was the timing that Halliday, obviously, if he'd have made it in the dressing room at half-time, it was never going to make any difference. I said no. before a, a ball was kicked, no disrespect, Andy Halliday's a Rangers fan. He come on for 20 minutes against Dundee and all of a sudden he's pitched into the biggest game Rangers have played this season against Celtic in the semi-final. He was out his depth. You could see that. He was not the only one, so I'm not just having a go at him. But as a manager, once again, I'll say the words, rookie manager that doesn't know how to be a manager of a club the size of Rangers, unfortunately for Graham Murty. Now, you can go and have all these excuses about, well, he was put into this situation and that's not his fault. I'm sorry, he picked the team, he picks the tactics, he comes out and tells everybody his, his, his fantastic words about how great Rangers are played when they won last week against Dundee and everything. You've got to take the stick. He's not good enough. I've said it from day one. And it doesn't just come from him. Dave King come out prior to this game and put him under severe pressure. He can't handle it. His players can't handle it. Celtic absolutely walked us today. If you look at all those lone players, Russell Martin, you know, he gives Celtic the second goal with McGregor. Uh, Murphy, didn't see him. Cummings, what's he doing here? Why, why is it Rangers Football Club? What, to, to make up the bench, bring him up and loan for Nottingham Forest? It's an absolute, and I, I keep using this word, it's a shambles. And the sooner these people wake up and smell the coffee, then the club can't go forward. I agree with you. I think they'll stick with Murty. Me, personally, know what I would do. I would say to Graham Murty, thanks very much for your help, and I would stick Jimmy Nicholl in front with great experience as a manager to the end of the season, and then I would point somebody to take this club forward. Because if you don't, Brendan Rodgers will be in cruise control. Okay, thanks to Tommy in Govan. Derek Johnson said he was embarrassed to watch Rangers' performance. Gordon DL said they won't even have to watch the Celtic jerseys this evening. But what do you think? 0141 951 1025. Ian's a Celtic fan in Greenock. Hi, Ian. How you doing, Gordon? Uh, how you doing, Murdo? Uh, Hugh, Derek, and oh, Gordon. Gordon oh, yeah. to, I take it, Gordon's at Hamden. He is. Gordon, you hit a nail on the head, by the way. The statement that Dave King made the other week, I'm a Celtic supporter, was humiliating to Graham Murray. Basically saying You've not got a job Before a semi-final Men against boys today 
And another one I want to say before I go into my main point is young Ross McCrory got hung out to dry with Russell Martin. Russell Martin could even bloody sweep the streets. Never mind playing a Rangers team. I would run him back down to Norwich City tomorrow and Morelos, his temperament. Nah, not a nine million pound player. Not even worth nine quid. Know what I mean? And then click about my point. What do you think, guys? Well, first and foremost, I'll say that uh, Russell Martin, um, you know, I thought he was dreadful today. Uh, and I don't think he's been a success of a signing. But me personally, and as I say, this is only my opinion, everybody's got their own opinions. I look at McCrory and I think he's better in the middle of the park. And I've said it since I've watched the lad. He's got something about him. See, he's a defender. Dembele just played on him all day. It was all over the place, the boy. The best thing that happened to him was actually getting sent off. Got Gordon C before he, he got his injury. Was he not playing in that position you were talking about? Yes, he was, was Murdo. And he was and much he, better there, wasn't he? Exactly. But this is what I'm saying about your signings and everything. And I know Graham Murphy's not in control of that. So somebody's got to come up and put their hands up. You look at Alves, for instance. He was brought in and big money. A big signing. This guy with this big, fantastic CV. And we can't argue with it. He's on the bench today in Rangers' biggest game. And they go with a young player. They bring Andy Halliday, who's been out on loan. And we forgot all about him. He comes back and he does 20 minutes. And, Mur- and Murty puts him on. Murdo, it's simple. And, and if you've been in the game a long time, you're looking at a club that are tossing coins and hoping it comes down the right way. Yeah. Because they appointed Graham Murty. Everybody, and if you're honest, and I'm not having a, a go at the guy, but you've got to be honest, he's not good enough to be the manager of Rangers Football Club. Gordon, I'm just scribbling down some names here and categories. Uh, Martin, Murphy, Cummings, Goss, who incidentally wasn't involved anywhere today. Correct. Uh, they're all, for me, going back to their clubs, and I don't think any of them are worth bringing back. Yeah, and, and, you, and you had Jason Cummings into that. You would, yeah, you, yeah. Would, you would possibly excuse Murphy. I'm not saying he did anything of note today, but yeah. if you look at the bigger picture, I think that's one that Rangers will still at least try and keep. Gordon. If you, if you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, no, no. no I'm nah. sorry. I would and not try next, and keep Murphy. My yeah, two next, seconds. My next category. Uh, Candias and Alves Candias for me He's finished after today If you walk up the tunnel And you have no interest in the team uh, He won't be coming back Alves ah, he, will, be... uh, he will No Do you no. know Do you know what it was Hugh today It was being disrespectful Yeah As much as Graham Murphy Was standing there I've been in that d- Down there And I've been in a cup final And a semi-final Against Rangers and Celtic When my team's getting hammered So I know it's a lonely Lonely place yeah. But see when one of your players Comes off And he has a mouthful at you and then walks up the tunnel and doesn't even bother. It's disrespectful. Yeah. And, and I think that is, that's not called for as a manager. I'd have thought of Graham Murphy if he'd have chased him up the tunnel and had a real dig at him, say, get in that stand and, and the, sit there and be a part of this team. And the last one is the great enigma, Morelos. Um, if a club who owes £17 million can afford to turn down basically half of that from a Chinese club for Morelos, then I don't know because if he get any interest from China, Rangers should get him there as quickly as possible. Ian, you want to come back in? Yes. Um, just, just basically, today, um, men against boys, as Gordon did say, um, at the top of the programme from Hamden, uh, Celtic dominated for the first whistle and would have done it holiday, taking them off for five minutes to go. That's, that's not a manager for you. Uh, and, and going back to the league title, um, obviously, it's just a matter of time now. But the league was won by ten men 
Shoe hit it in the head last week. It was one with ten men at Ibrox a couple of weeks ago. What do you think, guys? Yeah, that that for, you know, Rangers went into that game, as you know, harbouring the notion that if they could just beat Celtic, there might be light at the end of the tunnel for them. And they'd lost eventually to ten men, and I think the air came out of the balloon after that. Rangers have not been the same since. And for me, you know, it, it, for you, Ian, it's been a dreadful day. But you know, no, Ian's a Celtic Ian's fan. Celtic oh, I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon, Ian. <laughs> Ian's With, smiling. Then, uh, Ian. Well, you know, Ian, it's been a dark day for your rivals, and yeah. they, they are in your lifetime, Ian. Have you ever seen Rangers so distant from Celtic? Never. Never And I'm going to be Ian, can I say to you Yes, Derek Is it Murdo? Yes, it does See, the last time When uh, uh, Murty got so many People talking about I didn't know how to change it I just wonder Was that his thought on his mind? mind. I'll make a change Five minutes before half time Let people know that I I know how to change it He's not the first man to do that And I'm not defending him But Celtic The Brendan Rodgers did it at Fir Park When Motherwell went 2-0 up Last season there He took somebody off And brought on McGregor And played him at left back And changed the whole shape of the game And Celtic went on to win the game 4-3 So he's not the only one that's done that If he feels at that time You're 2-0 down Right I'm starting it now That's not working Then I I don't see anything wrong with that at all Let's speak to John Who's a Rangers fan in Rutherglen Hi John How are you doing guys? How are you doing guys? Sum up up your feelings tonight for us John well, guys, I've been on here a, a couple of times. I, I speak with you and Derek uh, quite often. Uh, I came in here when Kashina messed it up with Motherwell, etc. But um, what, what tonight, I'll be honest with you, um, what I can accept, I can accept a lack of quality from Rangers. But what I can't accept is a lack of pride yeah, and a lack of passion. Yeah. I can't accept that as a Rangers fan. And as Rangers fans deserve these players to go out there and at least give us that. But lack of quality, I can hold my hands up to that. But also as well, I've, I've come on here numerous times and said about that Graham Murray shouldn't be the Rangers manager. I've said to you, I've spoken to you, as I said, you and Derek, I'm teen times about this. I don't think that he is Rangers manager. Obviously, he's not going to get the job now anyway, we all know that. But tonight, you imagine, I'd just like to ask you, Derek Murdo, you imagine, just imagine that Walter Smith was in charge. Would they players want to go in at half-time and face Walter Smith after that first half? I'm not saying I want Walter Smith as manager. But what I'm saying is, we need a manager. We yeah. have a bite. We need players. Yeah. We bite. There's no, there's no point. There's no point in discussing Graham Murty anymore because the no. man is the man is past tense. His chances of becoming Rangers manager are now non-existent. You don't need to be a clairvoyant to see that. It's now a question of who does want to be Rangers manager. And I know it's always a nice nostalgic touch to bring in Walter and what he would have done, but that's not relevant either. No. You have to focus on Who is the man Do the board have the money To go and get A manager of some standing And do they have the money mm. To give that manager of some standing A chance By buying new players Gordon Dl, yeah, The initial point Just let me go on About the heart thing first Murdo That was uh, John's initial point He can handle lack of quality But he felt that he witnessed A lack of heart This yeah. afternoon Gordon yeah. Was that evident at yeah, Yes I, I agree with him I think that um, The Rangers we, we keep touching on this The Rangers support How loyal They've been They have And they come along here And they pay their money And they support this football club They deserve better That's why I had yeah. a rant at half time Supporters pay good money I'm very fortunate Because of my work I get in here for nothing But if I was paying my money And sitting watching that team 
then I would feel that I've been cheated. They were a dis. I'm, I'm, I need to watch my words here, Gordon, because I'm really. I, I think that the Rangers fans have been, well, cheated a little bit in the fact of. There was no desire, there was no heart, there was nothing for them. You know, it's easy to walk off a pitch and swear at a, a manager you know that's not going to be the manager, so he's not going to decide your future. To me, that's been a coward. Walking up the tunnel, not sitting there and saying, right, I'm going to support my team, I'm going to support the lads. I've had a bad game. And these things creep into a club and a dressing room. I think the Rangers fans tonight have realised, I think, in hindsight, it's a good thing because I think the Rangers yeah. board will look at this and think, we need to make changes. Uh, and they've got Gordon. to take responsibility. Hold on. They've got to take responsibility because they've come out and they hung Graham Murty out to dry this week with Dave King's statement. So forget all the nonsense. It starts at the top and it's got to make sure that it goes right down to the manager and on the park and it needs a freshness. Gordon. The top of the table is very tight. Apart from Celtic, it's very tight. Graham Murphy's got to be in charge of Rangers for the next five games against Hearts, Hibs, Kilmarnock, Celtic, uh, Celtic and Aberdeen. So Graham Murphy's got to go and get lift every one of these Rangers players because every day it's Rangers is looking for Rangers to finish second top just now. And if you've got a manager just now, if his head goes down then it's a major problem and if the players are losing respect for the manager yeah. that's the worst thing that can happen at a football Murdo, club I'll tell you another thing I feel for him as well I think uh, I think the boy if he's in about him if it was me personally I would go to the board uh, tomorrow morning and say listen guys I'm sorry but my job is um, with the youth because if you look at the subs bench for instance today now Candace I'm, I would, I would have, on, I'd have closed the door, I'd have had a real go at him. I thought Halliday was an absolute disgrace to disrespect your manager the way he'd done that. If you look at the subs now, who are you going to put in there that's going to go and work hard for you? Jason Cummings is now looking, thinking, I come up for Nottingham Forest, I scored three against Falker. I'm not getting a looking, didn't go on the part today. So that tells you something. Hope, come on, runs about. You've got Kenny Miller, who scored last week. He put him on, scored last week. All of a sudden, we're thinking, will he play? Yeah. Not involved. Who did Josh Windass, as I say, I, I quite like Windass, but he can only play for 10 minutes a game. Is John, it, is, John, is, you is, want is, to come back in there? Enough for me? Uh, well, again, but what I'm saying, the players, the players do need to take responsibility as well, but also Graham Murray had to take a wee bit of responsibility. No, wee bit, he had to take responsibility for his tackies today. Andy Halliday's never a left winger in his life, ever. A left winger in his life, and that's where he was playing. I thought the Rangers signed Orange to be more attacking. He was in front of the defence. So, so, again, I, I don't think Murray is going to be in charge, but I just... I'm just mere. I think what uh, Gordon said about Dave King and that when when Dave when Murray got the job to the end of the season, I phoned through for scoreboard and I quoted Dave King. The next manager will get a three-year contract when they sack Kishina, and then it's Graham Murray to the end of the season. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you have to focus on what is the the big picture here. Never mind Andy Halliday and Candias going off and not supporting the team and disrespect and all this but it's all perfectly valid and true, but it's not the big picture. The big picture is Rangers have a team full of players not worth keeping. And the one that allegedly is worth nine or ten million pounds, they'd better sell him very, very quickly, Morelos, before he depreciates in value any further. And Rangers now need a new manager, fresh money. 
fresh players and a fresh impetus before next season begins. Never mind who was played out of position today, never mind whether McCrory's better in central defence or central midfield. The team that played today is not fit for purpose and Rangers are back to square one. Yeah, but you, you do also have to worry about these issues, Hugh, because these are playing a big part in why time and time again in this fixture that's 10 now yeah. Rangers can't lay a glove and say, I know there's always a big picture yeah. but you can yeah, you can look at what happened yeah, today yeah but you've now found out that Rangers in terms of playing Celtic are not at the races and are just there as whipping boys for Celtic this team cannot challenge Celtic it's impossible therefore they have to go the ones who were brought up here on loan are not worth keeping Morelos for me is not top drawer And if there's an offer of millions of pounds for him Why on earth aren't you taking it When you're so much in debt And it's all back to square one And the Rangers board Who made a mistake in appointing Mark Warburton Who made a horrendous mistake in appointing Pedro Cachina Who got Derek McInnes wrong They now have to try and prove That they can actually pick a manager You go back to the likes of Aberdeen getting pelters because they can't take any points off the two teams above them. And it's the exact same for Rangers. They can't take any points off the, the team above them. Dave King has to put 50,000... Or, or below. Or, well, you said it yeah, before, yeah. I mean, the Rangers but, can't but, even control... Who would you rather be? Derek, who would you rather be? Would you rather want to beat Hibs or something? Or do you want to beat I mean, Celtic? I mean, but we're talking about the Celtic game today and Rangers were not at the races. But they're not at the races with Kilmarnock, who they've taken one point out of nine. Our very seven, first caller... Seven defeats at home, two draws, 25 points they've lost at yeah, home this very season. First so caller, there's a bigger uh, problem. Very oh, first yeah. caller said he wasn't going to renew his season ticket. If that becomes an epidemic, Dave King mm. is... No, he said unless something changes. Yeah. Well, Dave King's got to change it. Well, 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 listen, listen, Hugh. The board there, and I'm not sticking up for it, but I'm just telling you, they're all Rangers fans on that board. They would be as gutted today as anybody. And you're right, that's why Graham Murty won't be the manager. They know they need a manager, a top-class manager, and they know they need better players. But the, the, way the bottom line is, they're needing money. They need money, but they need money. That is the biggest problem. Rangers to go forward need big money. Uh, Scott Lennings on Twitter saying, worst Rangers performance I've seen in 36 years. Halliday a joke, never a Rangers player. Bit of luck he'll not play again, but I will back Morelos. Anton's on here as well saying that the pundits on here are are fuming right now I'm not sure why Former <laughs> Celtic player Murdo McLeod Would be fuming But go figure 01419511025 If you want to join us Michael is a Celtic fan In Castle Milk Hi Michael Hi there What's on your mind tonight? Uh, well uh, First of all Just like a, a Good performance by Celtic You know Like a really good Positive um, Strong performance um, But um, It it did help us by having Rangers having such an abject performance, you know, like they, they were really, really poor. Um, I thought uh, Scott Brown, just every time he went in for a ball, won the ball, fantastic. Um, but um, one of the things I wanted to talk about was Dembele. Dembele really stepped up. Yeah, I thought um, I thought he, he, he bullied McCrory and... Um, oh, sorry, the other centre-half. Martin. Martin and McCrory, yeah. Martin. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought, I thought he had a great game, you know. And uh, McGregor again. One of the things that, that that Celtic have been kind of doing is putting players out on loan, getting them in, and and then bringing them back. And one of the things I maybe fancy for next season is uh, Ryan Christie coming in to the Celtic team and uh, Lewis Morgan possibly going out on loan. 
Um, I was just wondering what the panel thought Gordon, Gordon Dale Let's start with Some of the elements Of the Celtic performance Because listen We know the way this works There's bound to be A lot of negativity Surrounding Rangers tonight And sometimes What Celtic did well Gets forgotten about So Moussa Dembele In particular That's who Michael Wanted to talk about Yeah I thought he was excellent um, I do agree I think he bossed The two centre-backs I felt for McCrory uh, Dembele just kept Playing on him All the time And he was too strong For him You know the first goal it's a terrific run, but if you're a centre-back and you're looking, Lustig's got his head up, you know that ball's coming long. They didn't deal with it. The minute it went up to Dembele, it's, it, was, it was into him, and they weren't getting it. He plays it back to Rogic. Great skill and scores. The one thing I'll say about Celtic, you know, you can talk about Scott Brown and, you know, Tierney going down the left-hand side. Brendan Rodgers, in this game, picks the right side. Picks yeah, the right team. Event, yeah, it? he's got McGregor there. He knows that you know Scott Sinclair, for instance, I think is a very good player. But he plays McGregor. Rogic will always play for me. I think he's a terrific player. They score goals. He's got the right balance. But the one person for me that's come on leaps and bounds over a season, I think, is Cham. I think he's been yeah. absolutely different class in the middle of the part and he's grown with confidence in the big games and he steps up and he scores a penalty kick but you can you know I just think that Brendan Rodgers has got a, a knack of getting the right system and the right players on the part to play the right style of football that's where the difference is but, but, he's, but he's got a huge choice Gordon he's got, all the, he's got probably the, the best the best squad of players in Scotland without a shadow of a doubt there'll be very few from the other clubs in the Premiership that he would take any players from he, so he's got the best. Well, that helps when you know it doesn't matter which 11 you put out. You know you're going to be strong and you're going to win games. Michael. But you're right, tactically, I like Brendan Rodgers. I think he knows when to change things. He knows how to play against him. Certainly domestically, he does. You know, in Europe, he struggles a bit because, you know, they're playing against better players. But yeah, certainly in Scotland, tacti ta ta tactically, I think he's different. Hugh, class. if you look at moments of quality in the game, the first two very tidy finishes yeah. from Rogic and McGregor. And the... The combination of the skill and the bottle from Dembele to do what he did with the penalty. Mr. Dembele is not daft. He knows this is the game that's shown throughout Britain. This is his platform. And he's now approaching the end of his second season at Celtic. And I'd be surprised if he starts a third. And Celtic, if they get the right offer, will sell Mr. Dembele. And today he has shown people... What he can do In the biggest fixture That Scottish football Has to offer And even the way In which he executed His penalty He's advertising yep. himself And in the summertime If Celtic get the right offer He's off Graham Murty Has been in the media room At Hamden Says it's the lowest He's ever felt In football He was also asked About his own future Hear what he had to say next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Get something from the game. Bet and play now. Please gamble responsibly. After they play, you have your say. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line. Hugh Keevens, Murdo McLeod, and Derek Johnson here with me, Gordon Duncan, in the studio, and uh, Gordon DL still at Hamden as well as we go over everything that happened at Hamden this afternoon between Celtic and Rangers. Let's hear from Graham Murty, shall we? I know lots of you are going to be interested in what he had to say. He was asked many things. Amongst them, he was asked how it was how it felt when everything was going on and falling apart around him when he stood on the sidelines. Here's what he had to say: uh, It's a lonely place standing on the sideline when that's going on. Um, but I don't think words are enough to convey how I'm feeling right now. When you look at the game then, 
Where do you start in terms of what went wrong? Um, there's lots of things to look at. Uh, in the raw emotion of it now, I didn't think we got close enough to them. I didn't think we put them in enough pressure, allowed them to play too easily. Um, but all four goals, I thought, were easily avoidable, um, just through basic good defending. And then in the second half, we give them a penalty and a sending off, which makes their job far, far easier. What did you make of the penalty decision with right Doesn't really matter, does it? It's been done. Do you look at yourself in terms of the, the way you played today? Do you feel you personally maybe got something wrong? I'll have a look at it. Um, I think there's things that we can all get better at, uh, but I think that um, it's too raw right now to go into it. You need to actually look at it in the cold light of day. When you made changes, you made an early change and brought Andy Halliday off. He didn't seem happy about that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been happy. I completely understand his frustration. I was reacting to the situation in the game. I wanted to get a different shape to the team. Uh, Josh fitted that bill. Um, Andy's frustrated. I'll see him in a week. We'll have a chat um, and we'll move forward from there. Daniel Once again, it's a frustration thing. If you deal with people in an emotional state, all you'll get is an emotional response. How do you see Rangers getting closer to Celtic? That's the million-dollar question, isn't it? Um, with really good recruitment, with really good tactics um, and with more passion and belief than we showed today. What's that performance done for your appetite? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk about my role. I think it would be churlish and selfish in the extreme to talk about my own situation um, in the rawness of that. Graham Marty knows that Rangers don't need any more headlines to be created by what he says after the game. What happened during the game is bad enough and will create all the headlines that you need. Uh, but... Graham Murty is now a redundant topic of conversation because his chances of becoming Rangers manager finished. But he's not though, is he? Because Rangers still have to try yeah. and finish second in the league yeah. and he may well be there while well, they yeah. try and do that. He, he will be, yes. But in the long term, he will not be Rangers manager next season. Uh, the trouble with Candias and Halliday, he will sort out, as he gave a good answer there. When you speak to players in a, an emotional moment, all you get is emotional responses. So he'll try and sort it out. Now Rangers have to look forward to next Sunday. I don't know if look forward is the right choice of phrase, well, they but, but they have to play Hearts next Sunday at the start of that five-game run. Uh, they're not in great shape, neither are Aberdeen. Uh, you're looking at Hibs, Hearts and Kilmarnock actually coming up the way. Well, Rangers and Aberdeen, after this weekend's events, are in a poor way. You've just heard from Graham Murty So what did you make of what he had to say? 01419511025 We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well um, Make mine a treble Guess what team he supports He says Scott Brown bossed the Rangers team today again He showed what a true captain should be doing Let's not forget Craig Gordon Who made two fantastic saves as well Johnny Brown's got ideas for improvement for Rangers Though he says Butcher must be brought in ASAP I guess he means Terry People, not Pat. People go um, for the scattered gun when says, it comes to choices. Will now. not stand for lack of effort and passion, and you wouldn't want to go in there at half time today playing like that. On the phone lines, though, let's speak to Thomas in Barhead. Hi, Thomas. Good afternoon, guys. Hi, Thomas. Uh, obviously, with his team selection and his tactics, Graham has signed his own death warrant. Problem is, uh, I heard people hewing that saying that we need to, Dave King needs to spend a lot of money on the Rangers team. The problem is, one thing he cannot be faulted for, Dave King, is lack of spending power. Last season we signed Joey Garner over a million pounds. This season we signed uh, Morellis for over a million pounds. All the loan signings were brought up uh, in the winter. The problem is the money's not getting wisely spent. You can have you can have a vast sum of money, but if it's not getting spent properly, then 
um, you're, st- you're still going to fail. The problem is he's made two major blunders. Um, Warburton and Pedro, instead of going for some tried and t- trusted hands to, to put the, the foundations in place uh, for the next three to five years, um, uh, I don't quite know what the, the, the master plan or what the CV was that they read, but on both those uh, managers, managerial appointments. The problem is I've lost trust in Dave King and the board to make a successful managerial appointment. I don't know who's available and I don't know how much money it would cost to prize someone suitable away from uh, another club. Basically, in all the years I've followed Rangers, I really don't know where we go from here. I don't trust the board to make the right managerial choice, and it has to be spot on. We've wasted five or seven years um, since we went into liquidation and when we should have been building foundations. Um, We're as bad today as what we were when Craig White walked out and told us that we were um, going into administration. In fact, I would would argue we're actually in a worse place because at least then we had a blank canvas, whereas now we have players in contracts, lengthy contracts, expensive contracts, that we're going to have to honour or take a massive big hit on. Yes. Before we, Thomas we makes can... Thomas makes a good point here. I just want to make sure we don't get distracted, Thomas, because I want to let you back in. You've covered a lot of good ground. Of course, you can always spend more, uh-huh. but y- you look at the players that have come in. I mean, you think of Alves, for one, having featured today. Herrera, remember him? Pena, yeah. away back to Mexico, on massive, massive money yeah. in terms of where Rangers have been. So it's more about what's been spent not wisely rather than the fact that Rangers but, need to spend more surely but Thomas says he has no faith in the board and that's where it all starts because it was the board who appointed Pedro Cachinha it's a chicken and egg situation which came first you appoint Pedro Cachinha you then give him a healthy bank balance and he starts to spend it in all sorts of eccentric and unwise ways so Thomas is right to air his misgivings about the board because how on earth do you come up with a decision like Pedro Cachinha? On what basis do you appoint a man like that? And then watch while he spends fortunes on players who are no longer at the club and some who will need to be shipped out at a later date. So the board now have to come up with the right choice. Mm-hmm. You can't change the board yeah. unless you change the owners of the club. Yeah, unless, unless somebody, somebody comes and we make a money and yeah, buys all the shares. Unless somebody yeah. buys Rangers, the board's the board. And it also, may I say, includes men who were there while Rangers went into financial difficulty and they helped create that financial difficulty and they're still there. Because Gordon DL, of course, we know that the Champions League money and all the rest of it, Celtic are sitting pretty financially. So if you're looking at where Rangers can close this gap that everyone speaks of, but with the benefit of hindsight and accept that, what could you get for the combined wage of Alves, Herrera and Peña? Yeah, there have been some terrible transfers. And you you look at Dave King's statement as well. He comes out and he gives the biggest praise to Mark Allen about the January signings. He was, you know, talking about how the club's going to forward. Mark Allen signed these players. Tell me something. Who's been a success? I really don't know. So there have been big wages put out. Who brought in Pedro Cachina? Nobody's nobody's answered that yet. Who who actually appoints this guy? What, What was the homework? What was the remit? 
you know, Rangers fans once again turn up in big numbers. And I think they get shafted left, right and centre. They need answers. They need people to come out and be strong leaders. I said at half-time, it starts from the top. It starts from Dave King. It starts all the way down to Graham Murty. You hear Graham Murty in that interview. He's a beaten man. He shouldn't be in that position. And you can talk all you want. It's a gamble that has not paid off. So you can talk about where you've got to get the money. You can talk about the transfers. Who's going to make the transfers? Is it Mark Allen that's making the transfer or is it the manager that's coming in that's going to make the transfers? That's got to be clarified. Final word to you, Thomas. I I totally agree um, with with what's been said. I mean, if Mark Allen is getting all the praise that Dave King says, was it Mark Allen that brought in Russell Barton? 50 odd years of falling Rangers, probably the worst centre-half I've ever seen. Um, All the other signings, Jason Cummins warming the bench, um, just that the, the guys that he's responsible for bringing in in the January transfer window, most of whom haven't featured, and those who are featuring are an unmitigated disaster. But, but Thomas, said, I, I never heard anybody complaining when these players come come in. Everybody's saying, "Well, what a lot of good experiences coming in." Yeah, but the, you then the judge them. Is, you listen, then judge them on what they yeah, do. The Derek. bottom line is, you're right. It doesn't matter what they've done anywhere else. It's what they do at Rangers that counts. And some of them, and I keep saying about the jersey, it's too heavy for some players. Derek, they've brought. Am I, am I still there? Going yes, yeah. Derek, they brought in players that can't get a game with the other club. It's not like it's been wonderful signings. You're going well. Everybody stood up and applauded Mark Allen for these signings. They couldn't get a game. And Jason Cummings, for instance, comes up from Nottingham Forest where he can't get a game. Can't get a game with Rangers. Uh, Goss. After two games, yeah. everybody's shouting, oh, sign this guy, he's wonderful. He's not been seen. Russell Martin is shocking. You've got to be honest. An experienced player, a shocking. Game, but you're right, gets yeah. a regular game. Murphy, who everybody says was the best out of a bad bunch, disappears in the big games. I mean, somebody's got to he's not, he's stand not played up. too many big games, though, yet, has he? I mean, it's but, but he's still, look... But you're he, right, Gordon. You're looking for something Rangers today. are in just now. They've not got the money to go down and buy a player that's playing in the team. So they've got to look at all the squads and who's not getting a game. And that's... That, and it's the market, you get, certain. Yeah. See if you've not got the money to go down and buy a decent player. Then you've, do, you've got to put up with these yep. players. A few more coming in on Twitter. Robert Roddy says, Embarrassing, however, we can't call for Murty's head. He was the only one who step up. He's done his best. I wish it could have worked out, but I want to see him get a job elsewhere and continue to learn his trade. And uh, Stephen is on as well, saying that Cham was outstanding today. Brown had the pipe and slippers out, and Dembele is a, a baller. Hugh, that's what I think that's, right. what, that's what the kids refer to a, a good football player right. these days. As I say, he has played himself back into the transfer market today and Celtic will have It's a very cynical view what about him just playing himself into good form for Celtic rather than trying to punt him No no Celtic will understand that because that's Celtic's policy buy them for very little sell them for as much as you possibly can no one could deny that's the case you've got a list as long as your arm of players who were bought and sold in that fashion and Dembele will go in the summer Collins and Hillington what's on your mind Colin? Good afternoon Daniel it's just about um, Morales he's, I think the man's absolutely He's not worth a jersey at all And if somebody wants every million from him Take him At the moment Because his money is He's, he's shocking And Realistically Mr Murray's um, Team selection day Was absolutely Shocking It's a shocking Team selection to be honest Derek, I, said, I asked you the question, Derek, about how big a date was for Morelos because it was the one fixture that he's really not come alive in yeah. yet. And I, 
Two good saves from Gordon But the one when Gordon's on the floor That's another absolute sitter I, mean, I just don't know. I, It was harder to do what he did To be fair You know he's only Four, three, four yards out And hits the ball along the ground When the keeper's diving well, If he puts it two feet in the air It's a goal It's just a terrible miss And it summed up his game And really he could have easily Had a red card as well He got the yellow And then he's pushing players And he's he's bumping into people It was as if he wanted to be sent off But you know, we, we, we can't just talk about one person. You're right here about Morelos, but yeah, Rangers I, have never had anybody today that get past marks. And I keep saying that to you. You always know yeah. the teams played poorly. Nobody get past marks for me. They were yeah. they were outplayed today and outfought. There are ways of being defeated, and that way was not good enough for Rangers today. Yeah, be honest. Would you would you put on Kenny Muller and Jason Cummins up front as a go four four two? Because Rangers seem to just be going four five one off, just playing a defensive mode today. And I was, I, I was actually when that was on the team, I was like, "What is going on here? Yeah, why?" But I, I thought that's what you would do. I said that on Friday. I thought you would get everybody back behind the ball and defend, try and deny Celtic a goal or another why, goal. Why? Why? why really, Celtic didn't have to play well today. You know, they gave the ball away as many times as Rangers did, but, you know, in front of goal, they were just deadly. It was as simple as that. I'm not sure about that. Do you think Celtic played well today? Not particularly, but I'm first, not sure they gave it away half. as often well, as Rangers half, did. I thought they gave away a lot of balls in so? the first As, as often yeah, as Rangers? No. No, but they gave it away. I'm not, not, but, certainly not listen, as often as listen, Rangers. Listen, by, by the way, the first half is all about Celtic keeping possession. It was They could up the tempo, they could slow it down, they could walk with the ball, but Rangers were not closing them down. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was a shock today, Derek, after the game the last time Because what, watching the start of the game the last time I'm thinking wow Rangers are up for this game They're closing in Celtic They've nicked an early goal Yeah Ibrooks is different It's different in your home ground But player It doesn't matter if you're at Hamden no. You're at Ibrooks or at Celtic Park You've still got to pull the sleeves up You've still no. got to have a real go What a chance for Rangers Gordon what about To, to, no. to go and get into the cup final Gordon what about Morelos overall then Because I, I appreciate that Only whatever it is An hour or so after full time we're, we're not going to get much rational thought Or we're certainly going to get a lot of emotion in here mm. Morelos misses a lot in these big games I get that completely mm. But but I'm just trying trying to look at the other side of the coin here You sign a guy for about a million pounds 21 year old His first season in the country He's got 18 goals He might not be brilliant He might not be incredibly good But he, he's a much, he can't have him down as a dud no, I don't, I don't think he's a dud. I, I said last week uh, when he played against Dundee first half, I thought his body language, everything about him was shocking. His work rate was shocking. And then people come on and say, well, hold on a minute, Rangers won 4-0. He was a different class. His work rate was great. So everybody's got their opinion. I watched him today. He misses, a, he misses a real good chance. I think the boy needs a bit of help. I don't think he's a lone striker. I don't think he's, he looks comfortable as a lone striker. Now, you can argue, was the supply good enough to him? No, it probably wasn't. But as a striker, then you've got to make something happen. He's not that kind of player. Um, he's a player that, to me, just looks like he's... He doesn't want to be here. I, I, I know that's strange. He just looks like a player that's thinking, you know what? I wouldn't mind a move away from here. I don't like being in Scotland. I don't like playing well, he in this league. a new contract, Gordon. I know that, but he just he doesn't look happy, Derek. And mm. and, and obviously Doherty, I think, must have had a real You wouldn't look him. happy today, would you, Horan, in some well, of the, the previous you, games? Well, well, I'll give you think... a simple equation, Gordon, with regard to Alfredo Morelos. When news was released of Rangers having turned down a bid of somewhere eight, nine million pounds from a Chinese club, there was an outbreak of scepticism. However, the club maintained that they were offered that money. I would say then that if 
that money is still on offer he should be sold because he's not going to do Rangers a job in the long term the games against Celtic have given him an awful lot of ground to make up in terms of getting the forgiveness of the supporters and Rangers owe a lot of money if that money's still on offer Rangers would be mad he, he not to take it. He should have been sold at the time. You, yeah. If it was true, and it has been proven it is true, yeah. you know, papers have been shown. Nine, ten million pounds yeah. for Morelos. I think he's Especially when right you're in away. debt of 17 million. Well, debt I don't know. Who, who, who's the debt? Who's, where's the 17 million come in, from? In here? loans. In loans. No, we, that, that gets transferred into shares, the loans. So it's not money. Like the, well, the, the Rangers, Rangers, it goes into shares. Rangers need money. They have an offer, apparently, for Morelos. If that offer is still on the table, Rangers grab would be daft Absolutely. not to take it Colin Absolutely. you want to come back in Yes I, I talked to him about you came and says there It's 8-9 million pounds for him If that was I'm a fabricated king I'm selling him I don't care He's away It's 9 million pounds And he's a Jason Cummins You can do an absolute better job I love Jim uh, Jason Cummins At uh, Hibs He may not have floored Thinking much of a chance But I think he's back up to Scotland He's got another chance at Rangers We're having to yeah. second guess A bit here Gordon But can, can we assume that Jason Cummings is not doing the business in training because if he was as good as as Colin feels he may turn out to be, surely we'd get a bit more of a chance. So well, far. Well, when you when you need goals and you've got a guy that you brought up from Nottingham Forest that uh, played very well at Hibs, uh, couldn't hack it in the Championship. Let's be honest, um, he's not really made his name in the Premier League in Scotland. It, it was mostly in the Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, he scored against Falkirk three goals and I thought he played particularly well. It was his best game, yeah. Yes, right. but yeah. once again, Falkirk were struggling at the time, yeah. but take nothing, you only can score against the team you're playing against. But he, he doesn't seem to have a look in. I don't know whether Murty... See, this is where I... I I'm surprised, Gordon. I'm surprised that either him or Kenny Miller wasn't brought on to Well, you've got to, ask, you've got to... Well, the Kenny Miller one was a surprise because he's experienced, but you've got to ask the question... Is Murty rebelling against Mark Allen, who's brought in the signings, by mm. saying, well, I've got Cummings here. Murty's thinking, I don't fancy him, because there's a perfect example today. They need a goal. They need to get back into this game. Jason Cummings, everybody would probably expect he will get brought on. Didn't see him. So you're not telling me that, uh, that Gray Murty fancies Jason Cummings. Of course he doesn't. It's been forced upon him with, with obviously, Mark Allen. So this is where you've got to get get it right. The balance is right. Who's bringing the players in? Who's signing the players? Who's picking the team? And see after that, who's responsible for it? Is it Graham Murty? That's what you've got to ask the question in this club. OK, we've already heard from Graham Murty. And we're going to hear from Brendan Rodgers. A really convincing afternoon at Hamden for Celtic. They did lots of things right. Uh, it seems to be... Lots of the phone calls have obviously been about what Rangers did wrong. That's the way it works. But Brendan Rogers is going to have his say, and you can hear that next. Yeah, well, it was very good. I think that semi-finals are here to to win, and if you can play well, then great. Okay, we'll bring you the rest of Brendan Rogers after these. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrokes.com. Download the app and score a tap-in. Please gamble responsibly. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Gordon DL still at Hamden. Hugh Evans, Murdo McLeod, and Derek Johnson join me, Gordon Duncan, in this studio. Give us your thoughts on this the post match analysis from Brendan Rogers. Yeah, well, it was very good. I think that semi finals are here to, to win, and if you can play well, then great. So, our idea is always to, to play well. And I thought first half we were. Really dominant and control scored two very good goals. Um, 
So, um, so yeah, very, very, very pleased. You have to deal with, you know, the, obviously, the tactics of the opponent. I can see what Graham is, what we're trying to do in terms of looking to close the the, the centre of the, the field, keep the wingers tight to our sort of two controlling players. Um, but uh, obviously, then you have to combat that and open out the pitch. And so the space was on the sides, and and then we worked that well to then get the space inside. So, uh, so yeah, it's. It's always easy to, to criticise a manager afterwards. You know, I think that you know we played well today and and had a real edge to our game, which was good. Pressed it well, and uh, and like I say, deserved to get to the final. Had you felt a degree of pressure coming into this one, just by the way the Rangers, you know, had been creeping closer as as the months have gone on the season? Obviously, there's always lots to talk about up here about the gap and all things. We never think anything other than it's always going to be a tough game. I think there's always some background noise around this game. That's my tenth game now, and there's always something around the team getting closer. But Rangers got good players, you know. It's it's a tough day for them today. Of course, we've played well. We've won the game. Um, players had a real, as I said, a real good edge to the game and good composure. Um, and like I say, we uh, we wanted to get to the the final. So, um, but there's always pressure. You can't get away from it. You know, you just, you know, we say you, you play for Celtic or you manage Celtic, the expectations are huge here. So it's never gone away. So there's never a game that you don't have pressure. But of course, when you get to these games, you're always looking for that little difference in, uh, in the players produced today. 01419511025 to have your say. Robert's a Celtic fan in Thornley Bank. Hi, Robert. Hi, Gordon. What do you take away Gordon. from this afternoon, Robert? Hey Gordon, was it? I phoned about five or six weeks ago, like leading up to the last Old Firm game. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the Rangers team at the time were scoring a lot of goals, but it was against Air, Falkirk, and Hamilton. The these three teams were going like toe to toe, obviously thinking we've got a chance against this team. And just thinking what I've been hearing is, I think it's a bit unfair. I know Graham Murray, he's been chucked right into it. He's an under twenty coach at Rangers. Um, it's got to be the guys higher up than him. And the players, I think the players have been absolutely atrocious in all firm games. And again, the day, I used to wake up in the morning before an all firm game. Um, I've seen loads of them over the years. And you're apprehensive, you're, you don't know what way it's going to go, but you're sitting relaxed watching it, thinking this is only going to go one way. And I don't think there's one Rangers player in the whole squad that deserves to be at that club next year. They're letting their supporters down, they're letting the manager down the day with the antics of some of the players. Um, but it's higher up. But as I said, there's not one player in that, that squad, not one Rangers player in that squad. If I was a Rangers player, I wouldn't want any of them back at Ibrox after the performance today and the way they're acting. It's, I think it's absolutely disgrace. Gordon Dale, of course we look at quality and what players are better than others, but if you put that to one side for a second, do the Rangers players lack belief in this fixture? Yes, they do. Um, they're, they're not, uh, when they come out, they don't have the belief that they can go and beat Celtic. I thought Brendan Rodgers was very kind to Graham Murty and Rangers there. Uh, they cruised it today. You look at this Rangers side and, you know, who would who would you keep? Because you look at guys with, with sort of a reputations like uh, Martin's come up from Norwich, international, not good enough to play now he's too old for me you look at uh, Halliday was on today not good enough Graeme Dorans doesn't do anything for me everybody talks about Murphy I think young Greg Dockery is getting lost in the Rangers midfield I look at them they're not they're not a good team 
Gordon, and everybody can argue with the fact, well, look, they're going for second in the league. But I watched Aberdeen yesterday, and they were atrocious as well. Celtic could have stepped this up today, and I'd say that half-time, the one thing that Rangers have got in their favour is, hopefully Brendan Rodgers won't say, look, let's put this into second gear, because it could be anything this afternoon. Rangers don't have the belief, and it's not just the belief, they don't have the ability to beat Celtic on a regular basis Hugh I'm looking at the last fixture for instance the previous one Uh where where there's a bit of expectation amongst the fans certainly and Rangers take the lead and Celtic are down to 10 men and still Celtic win I wonder how much that sucked the belief out of Rangers how much of a a Um, psychological impact that has had by about 100% um, because they went into the game full of belief and came out full of self-doubt I'll repeat the phrase because I know it tickles you I go back a long way Indeed you and do I saw my first Old Firm match And you were allowed to call them the Old Firm then I saw my first Old Firm match 58 years ago And I cannot think of a time Over those 58 years When there has been a greater Disparity Between Celtic and Rangers And where there has been a greater mountain A bigger mountain decline To end that disparity Murdo and DJ I'm looking at you two As the former players Can you think of I know it was very different Because it was always A bit more competitive Certainly Than it it is now It's a bit of a chicken and egg thing How do you get belief back Without winning games But how do you win games Without having belief Well exactly Was there ever a time You were on a run like that Again Hugh's been on about it all day It's all about the finances At Rangers Rangers have got to go And buy And bring in Better players and that's the only way It's alright going in a good run In the, the Premier League And all these kind of things But to start beating Celtic Is going to take an awful lot of money And that, that's what Rangers have got to do now And once they've got money Then they start beating all the other teams Derek was going on about Rangers have lost so many points At Ibrox this season Which is unacceptable Then they'd stop losing that So all of a sudden our, Ibrox would become a fortress again The players would be Swaggering about Thinking we can beat anyone here Because I, I think that game A fortnight ago all the Rangers fans, the Rangers players thought this is our chance. This is a mm-hmm. chance to close the gap. And then here we are, three or three weeks later, we're sitting up with the, the game today, and they produced one of their worst performances in the last five or six years yeah. against Celtic. Yeah. They were shocking today. No fight about them, no self belief about them. And Celtic, as Gordon was touching on, Celtic were, were strolling along in first gear keeping possession of the ball and Rangers were never closing them down they were hardly in the game at all you know you, when you said there was a huge disparity Hugh did you think that three weeks ago went with the game at Ibrox I'm looking uh, at well Derek, or are you just looking at today's game no Derek on, the, 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 there's unarguably a huge disparity there, there's not a Rangers player in the Rangers team who would get into the Celtic team mm. uh, the financial disparity is yeah. monumental and that's a, a a self-perpetuating problem because yeah. Celtic will continue to qualify for the Champions League, will continue to make tens of millions of pounds. The financial gap between the clubs will get bigger and bigger. And for Rangers to try and get close to Celtic, you touched upon it earlier, it may require Rangers to have new owners and a new board and new money. Final word to you, Robert. Yeah, just listening to the guys here speaking, um, I'd be absolutely disappointed if I was a Rangers supporter just now because as I said I, I, I watch all the games and I just see no improvement for Rangers and today 
that was a disgrace for Rangers players to be honest total disgrace Thank you to Robert and Thornley Bank Brian and Stirling's next up But let's hear a bit more from a couple of managers shall we If you're interested West Brom of all teams have just taken the lead at Old Trafford With 18 minutes with 18 to minutes go, to go. Uh, Let's hear a bit more from both managers um, Brendan Rodgers actually had something to say about Graham Murty after the game Let's listen to that Yeah yeah it's, it's football management And obviously he's, he's starting out his career And like I say he's he's done a great job with the the, the youth and, and the development side there, he stepped in and uh, like I say, it wasn't that long ago everyone was talking about what the very good job he'd done. So, um, like I say, and, and in football management, you can't be brilliant one game and then if you lose a game, not be so good the next one. So, But they're tough to take because this was, obviously, they wanted the opportunity. The players themselves, they obviously felt confident after they beat Air 6-1 that this was maybe going to be the chance for them so uh, so like I say it's I have empathy for every manager because it's uh, it's obviously a, it's a difficult job Was that a subtle reminder of this cheering episode towards the end of that? I don't think so I think Brendan Rodgers is trying to perform a humane act here he's desperate not to kick a man when he's down he knows because he's lived in Scotland long enough to know now that Graham Murty and everyone who was involved in the game today will be slaughtered in the newspapers tomorrow morning. There will be no hiding place for anybody. And he is trying to be decent and to say, listen, it's hard being a football manager and you can't be brilliant all the time. In his subconscious, Brendan Rodgers knows that Graham Murty is finished in terms of being Rangers manager after the season ends. There's no chance of Graham Murphy being Rangers manager, but he's refusing to kick a man when he's down. I mean, I'd be not like uh, Derek McInnes yesterday after the game, when he, when he was asked, you know, do you take full responsibility you know, for that result? And he went, no. He says, I, I, I told the players exactly how Motherwell were going to play. We worked at it. We had a system that we were going to play. He says, others let me down. So, but I'm sorry, Derek. You're the manager. You're the one that's going to get the stick, not the players. Brian's a Celtic fan in Stirling. Hi, Brian. Hello. Good afternoon, boys. Hello, uh, Hi, Brian. Marvelous day. Marvelous day. I just, yeah. I just want to talk about Celtic, um, guys. I know you are concentrating on how bad Rangers were today, but let's just let's just look upon the positives of Scottish football here. And I'm talking about a Scotsman who is ten years at Celtic Park. A man who nearly cost Derek Johnson his microphone. If you remember, Derek, it's your 10 years anniversary. <laughs> for saying to the big man, oh, we're definitely getting Scott Brown. Rangers, that's right. Ah, Rangers, remember? Aye, we do. could have been bereft of Derek Johnson's dulcet tones for 10 years. <laughs> By the way, he was two hours away from joining Rangers. I don't oh, what he says. Derek. Hey, Derek, listen, he's 10 years at Celtic I know, I know, I know, I know 10 he, terrible years as far as I'm concerned An young outstanding fella. <laughs> human being A man who I've met two or three times And for what he does on the park He's as good as Brendan Rodgers is off the park That is what Celtic are all about Celtic's going to have a monumental task And I say this because I think he's got two good seasons left Possibly three for the 10 in a row and I, I, I truly believe it's a monumental task to identify the player and then get him to Celtic. I don't know what kind of money it will cost, but you need, we need, Celtic need, and I'm sure that already Mr. Lowell and, and, and uh, Brendan Rodgers are identifying that player 
to to go into the footsteps of that absolute amazing football Matt captain, and he is he identifies with every single supporter. He identifies with all the other teams. Can he stand them? And that is a brilliant a brilliant feat today because he walks on the park with his chest out and he says, "I own this place," and he does own the place. Where we're going to find a player to, to, to get into the Bruni's shoes when Bruni puts his boots up and says, that's me, I've had enough, I'll take my tankers and bullies away in. The man is an absolute football genius. And not not an ability that you can teach on a football field. You co- can he coach this, what he's got? He had it from day one. And we recognised that. Gordon, uh, Gordon Strachan, I must applaud if he'd done nothing else at Celtic apart from winning three titles and they won, you know, going through European. Gordon Strachan got us a player that was, I mean, you can't give him 11 out of 10, but I would, I mean, I love the guy. He is absolutely... We get that, to be fair. That that has come across. Uh, Gordon Deal, if we are comparing the two sides and there's this idea that Rangers need to try and get a manager to compete with Brendan Rodgers. If you're talking about on the field, how much do Rangers need someone that can compete with Scott Brown in the middle of the park? Yeah, I'm delighted Mr Brown phoned in tonight to put his views over. Um, No, Scott Brown has been absolutely outstanding for Celtic, you've got to say. And even today, I thought Cham was a better of the midfield but Scott Brown's just got something about him the Rangers players don't get near him he cruises through these games he's positioning now with his experience but not only that Gordon as we all know he's a great leader yeah, and, and, and if somebody's not doing it, he's the first to go over and tell them. And well, that's what clubs that's, need that's to where do. Rangers, that's where Rangers they just fall differ. down. Yeah, they don't yeah. have any. Gordon, don't Gordon have you, it. you when you see it because you're watching it live, we're watching him on television. See the amount of times he was smiling and laughing every time he was nicking the ball away from Rangers players, passing it. People coming in to have a go at him. You know, he was a wee smile with him and just winding people up. But every time he picked up the ball, he never gave it away. I think he's get better with age, Murdo. He has, um, 100%. You've got, you've got to say, he just knows when to drop off, take the ball. And you've got to say one thing. As much as Scott Brown gets all the plaudits and the, the way he passes the ball sideways and he goes and gets it, the movement from his teammates help. Yeah. You've got to say it's a team performance. As I said, Scott Brown's getting all the, the plaudits there. I thought Cham today was... Magnificent, I really did, and I think he's getting better and better. So when Scott Brown sort of uh, you know retires in a few, and I'm I'm totally agree with Mr. Brown. I think he's got two or three years still in his tank. But when he goes there, I think guys like Cham will just slot right into that place. Thank you to Brian in Stirling. Louise is on the line and wants to talk about Graham Murty. So let's set it up by hearing more from the Rangers manager. There is, yeah, not today. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel it today in the first half. I felt it before, I felt it in the, in the last game at home. Um, but that belief keeps on getting challenged and that's when we ha- we collectively have to step up. The players need to respond for themselves. We've got, it's not just Celtic, we've got to play. There's big games ahead of us. We need to make sure we get a response between now and the end of the season if we want to go and finish as we should. The players let you down today? I'm not going to answer that one. Did, did, did they let themselves down? You'll have to ask the players. But... We, we, need, we all need to have a look at our contribution to today. You know, what the Rangers fans left before the final whistle, long before the final whistle, understandably, would be your message to them tonight? I would apologise to them for the game. I would ask for their patience and ask them to keep believing, but it's no good to keep asking it. You have to go and put performance in to be worthy of their support. I thought their support was fantastic. 
It's been brilliant the whole time I've been here. The whole time I've been at the football club, our support is absolutely outstanding. We didn't do enough to make them want to stay in the stadium today. You said that it would take better recruitment in order to close the gap. What assurance have you been given that that can be done come the summer? Recruitment is an ongoing process, as I've said before. Those steps are being taken. What sort of response did you get from the players in the dressing room afterwards? Emotional. In, in what sense? There's anger, there's frustration, there's all the kinds of emotions you would expect from a changing room that's just gone through that. Does that give you an encouragement that there is a, a disappointment there that they can't? There should be a disappointment there, there should be a frustration there, there should be an anger there. It's about making sure you turn that into positives and turn that into energy to power you through to the end of the season rather than allow it to be destructive. Is this good for you? Is this what you feel in football? Yeah, definitely. Question. Did the players let you down today? Answer. I'm not going to answer that one. In other words, yes, 100% they let me down today. We can, uh, because it's one you can easily say no to. Yeah, if that's no, what you believe. He's not going to answer that, but you say for headlines as well. But the players don't want to But you cannot, no, but if you say no, but if you say no, there is no headline. That's the whole point. No. If he didn't, if he believes the players didn't let him down and he says no, the headline's not going to be Graham Murphy says players didn't let him down. No, I, so I, I think he said the right thing. I don't think you know have a dig at. No, you can't do that when you're five cup finals. Exactly, play. exactly. But by so not, but by not saying it, it's clearly no, not a no. Well, yeah, to you, that maybe yeah. But <laughs> he, I think on. he's done the right thing in saying no. There, there, I'm not answering that. He's quite a, right. There is internal disarray. The Andy Halliday situation was grotesque to watch for the Rangers supporters. Candias. Uh, the Rangers supporters at Hamden were probably unaware that he just walked straight up the tunnel and didn't bother watching the rest of the match. But that's a, a problem as well. Uh, so, did the players let you down today? I'm course, not going to answer that. Of course they, of course they did. Oh, well, let's speak to Louise in Carntine. Hi, Louise. Hi there. Hello. Well, there's there's a couple of points, mm-hmm. but I don't think Brown is a saviour. Really, we make him look good. So we do. I don't think he's all that. I really don't. You do a good job of but, it, then, Louise. What? You do a good job of him We do do a good, good job of it unfortunately But I blame Murty for that Murty should have come out there at half time We're 3-0 down What have we got to lose? You go out there, you take Morelis off And bring on Cummins and Miller You've got to go all out there Guns are blazing What else have you got to lose? You're 3-0 down What's the difference with 3, 7 or 10? Well, your dignity uh, and when you're in Rangers position right now uh, Today is I'll, I'll, It was only 2 nothing at half time incidentally Louise uh, three. Well that's how bad it was You weren't even uh, sure what the score was no. uh, But There is such a thing as dignity And there are 5 games still to be negotiated The Rangers have got to go on And uh, attempt to finish in 2nd place It's all that's left them now At the end of a season that has been Horrendous uh, on a European and domestic footing. Uh, so, in answer to your question, what do you have to lose? Your dignity. Really? After today, what dignity have we got left? Well, they lost 4 nothing, and it's an embarrassment. Uh, part of we a series... Try. We stopped trying. He he took half a player and brought on a midfielder and brought on Holt. Yeah, what did they not go for a striker for? And, and try. At least get one goal. Well, you very nearly had the, you have had two world class saves from Craig Gordon. Michael mm-hmm. Lustig has rattled his own crossbar, so the, there were plenty of chances. But in answer, to the, too late, in answer to the question, why didn't he just throw the kitchen sink at it? Because 
If he'd lost seven or eight, nothing. I bet he's glad Celtic. he didn't because then he got a central defender sent off. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, had to make the substitution, Listen, which he wouldn't have been able to this do. This is bad enough for the Rangers supporters, but a five, a six, a seven, he can't yeah. risk that. Thank you to Louise in Carntine. We'll hear a bit more of the post match reaction from Hamden after these. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football to have a cracking season Please gamble responsibly The games are over The talking begins 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line Into the final part of tonight's show But don't fret because we'll be back at 6 o'clock tomorrow night If you don't get the chance to have your say you can do so tomorrow night from 6 o'clock Let's hear a bit more of the post-match reaction from Hamden uh, It doesn't look like we've got many interviews with Rangers players Funny that I don't suppose they would be in the mood to hang around and chat But we do have Lee Griffiths Let's hear what he had to say at full time I think you know beating your, your rivals 4-0 at a National Stadium in a cup final Has a great experience for everybody Yeah, I think from start to finish we dominated the game Didn't allow Rangers a sniff And you know when we went forward every time You know it looked like we got to score a goal Don't get me wrong, Rangers are a good side But when I said it before that when we bring a day game nobody in Scotland can touch us everybody wants to play a part I'm no different you know I want to get as many minutes under my belt as, as possible for the end of the season and I'll be starting the next Saturday the manager's got you know a difficult job as it is to, to pick eight team players and it's not just me it's on the bench there's other big names as well um, there's, there's guys that are in the stand so it's, it's part and parcel of football you need to just wait your turn you know, we went to Bluefield Park recently, and it was they were difficult to break down. Um, we got a clean sheet against them, so as um, as a cup final, they'll be they'll be what to try and stop us clinching that treble. Um, but like I said, we bring it again. There's there's nobody who can touch us. I think that was the perfect result to go into a potential title clincher. Yeah, listen, we wanted to win the game, whether it be 90 minutes, 120 minutes, or penalties. I think you know the, our main focus was to get back here in May and to get to another final. So we've done that now. We just need to forward to Saturday. Gordon DL, I think Are you still with us? No No <laughs> It's been a long old afternoon for you I'll throw this one to you Because I know you're very interested In the striking situation mm-hmm. It can't be easy for Lee Griffiths Where yet again A big game comes along And not only does he Have to watch Moussa Dembele start But start and do very well Very very well indeed But he's also shown Time and time again Lee Griffiths I'm not saying he's happy with it But you know He's a team player in that respect And he understands that When Dembele does well There's only so much you can do Yeah I think you're right there You knocked it in the head By saying he's a team player He's he's saying in his interview He's just delighted to be at Celtic He's delighted to be a part of it He can't do anything else Gordon He, he comes on against Hamilton Within seconds he scores a goal He's you know he's a threat but he knows when it comes to the big games, the semi-finals, the finals, you know, against Rangers and, and teams like that, then Dembele is the number one striker. And you've got to say that his attitude has been absolutely different class because any other team, he would be playing week in, week out. But unfortunately, he's got Dembele in front of him. And you can't say that Brendan Rodgers got it wrong today because I thought he played very, very well. I hate to be cynical again. But Moussa Dembele is the golden goose Celtic know they can get Possibly £20 million for him And they play him today And he he, did well today didn't he? He excels This is the game that goes nationwide Uh, People will see how well he did The penalty was a cheeky boy act And he loved it Uh, So Celtic Great day for them In terms of reaching the final but the Golden Goose also did well uh, Let's get to the phone lines then Squeeze in a few more calls I'm sure we can uh, Andy has got a suggestion 
about what Rangers should do in the dugout between now and the end of the season. But firstly, let's speak to Marco um, in Wrexham or Glasgow. I never really know. Marco, where are you today? <laughs> uh, always Wrexham. Always Wrexham, but yeah. from Glasgow. Got it. Okay. Yeah, how, how you doing, guys? Fine, thanks. Um, just a, I always make two points, basically. The first one is I phoned up a few weeks ago when everyone was talking about the gap, and I made the point that the gap that exists between Celtic and Rangers isn't um, made up from points, okay? Because in that respect, Rangers have closed the gap because we won't win the, the league this season by as many points as we did last season, okay? But the reality of the gap is the quality of players at both clubs. That is where the gap exists. And that gap was demonstrated in 3D high definition today, you know, uh, because the, there is, there's simply no comparison between the two teams. Um, and I made the point the last time when I, when, I, um, when I called as well about the way to analyse how much work Rangers have still got to do to catch up with us is to look at the respective benches as well. I mean, there's just no comparison. Celtic's bench, even today, the, the other time when they played, they were full of multi-million pound um, match-winning players who that you, when you bring them on, you just know they're going to make a difference. Rangers don't have that, you know. Um, and the second part I was going to make was a slight criticism of, of, of Celtic. Um, <laughs> you can't really imagine a day like this when I'm really delighted with winning 4-0, but I always like to look at, um, to, be cons- to offer constructive criticism as well. I think, it's, I think Celtic are full of match winners, uh, including Brendan Rodgers as a manager, okay? But they don't bring their A game, for me, to the table on league games enough, okay? They, they always bring it to the table in the matches that matter against Rangers, Cup finals, semi-finals. But in the games against Kamarnock, Motherwell, Dundee, all these nil-nil draws this, this season, some of them at home and things like that, a lot of the players, I think, operate in fourth gear too often and they don't really want to maybe risk injury or whatever it is to actually play as well as it possibly can. I would like Celtic to to, to turn over teams more. I mean, the most we beat teams this season, I think maybe 5-0, 4-0 or something. What about, what about having some 6-7-0s or 4-3s or, you know, really put, the, put the, the pedal to the metal and put teams to bed? And I don't think Celtic do enough of that. But anyway, that's the point I was going to make about the gap and also the A, the, the A game thing. What do you think, yeah, guys? You first know? of all, the gap is measured in financial terms as well. Uh, you know, you're, you're speaking about Celtic's bench and the quality available, the multi-million pound players. Rangers would need to find millions and millions of pounds to begin addressing that problem. And that's the real concern tonight for the Rangers supporters. Um uh, with regard to the, the complacency that can sometimes set in, you know, last season, remarkable, only four draws in domestic matches, no defeats, a treble, invincibility. Uh, I think this season, a little bit of complacency set in. There were nine draws as yep. oppo- and two defeats as yep. opposed to simply four draws last season. The Rangers match again today shows you what it's all about. Moussa Dembele looks the most complacent of all. The, yeah, the, I agree. The, the, the least interested... Yeah. Uh, until he gets a sight of a blue jersey at Ibrox, Hamden or Celtic well, Park. It's, it's interesting you mentioned Moussa Dembele, um, uh, Hugh, because actually I, I like the guy, right? But I think that he's done a great... OK, you cannot you cannot criticise his record, OK, what he's done, the goal-scoring rate and all that. But in some of these <laughs> games that I was referring to, the nil-nil draws and stuff, he was posted missing, really... He's not. He doesn't like to try too hard against the smaller teams. I don't think. Whereas with Lee Griffiths, you get 110 percent effort in every game. You don't get that with Musa Dembele. So I'll be quite happy to be honest with you this season if we can let him go for 20 million. 
uh, or something like that, um, and actually sign another another striker um, or a, a, an attacking midfielder or somebody that can actually break up um, defences. One player I would like to put out there, maybe this that we should go for, see somebody like Shakiri from Stoke. You know what I mean? Now, we should be able to afford somebody like that with all the Champions League money and all the rest of it. And he's playing for Stoke just now. Now, I mean, not exactly the uh, the most uh, salubrious uh, Premiership club, although we'd be getting salubrious wages. But I would imagine that you could convince a player like that to come and play in the Champions League next season. And I've watched him closely. He is a massively talented player. Very, very close control, can break up defences. When Celtic play at home and all the, and all the players... All the, all the players from other teams want to try and come in and defend. He's the type of guy that could actually break up defences and get get us goals. Um, and I'd like to see us sign somebody exciting as well. Some of the, the, the signings that Brendan's made have been very good signings, but we were, we're looking for this landmark signing, mm. a real that really make that really excites the player, the, the, the supporters, you know. And I'd like to see that happen this summer. You know? Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to that over the summer. Thank you very much to Marco from Wrexham. Uh, I can tell you, it's finished. Man United. That means that was at Old Trafford Man United nil, West Brom 1 yeah. And that means that Man City are champions Gordon DL, your former team champions You must be delighted You'll yeah. be down for the party I'm sure Yeah I'll be down next week I'm obviously waiting for my invite But delighted with most Kevin, Kevin just putting you up for the night Yeah I set the ball rolling all these years ago When I went for a big transfer Money right, moved okay. down there Great stuff. Well Don't done know if you've ever played with Man City But it's a good club ah, okay. uh, Andy's a Rangers fan in Motherwell Hi Andy Gordon, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Can I speak to Gordon Dale, please? He's here. Gordon, how you doing? I'm all right, how are you? I'm okay, mate, thanks. I actually watched that shambolic performance today. Um, as soon as the game finished, I turned around to my wife and says, Marty has now got to step aside and let Jimmy Nicol in for, the, I think, some in six games. I know you said earlier on in the show, <coughs> excuse me, um, that today was absolutely shambolic. I mean, the game against Motherwell... He brings in Graham Dorns. The guy's out for, I think, three months injured. He brings him in for the start, who clearly is not fit. Today he plays him as well. The Andy Halliday thing today is, is, is... You can't even describe that. It's a shambles. Mm-hmm. The guy should never have been in for the start. Um, for me personally today, I've spoken to a lot of few work colleagues. Morelis, for me, wouldn't have started either. I'd have started Miller. Barely, surely because of the experience. I'd have played a 4 5 one today for a start. I think he just... Murty is too, you know, he's, he's, he gets it all wrong for me. Tactically, he's, he's so inept, it's unreal. I think there's too many players letting him down the team for a start. Um, Rangers just don't seem to have the mentality to beat Celtic without. And Graham Murty, yeah, he steadied the ship, but the guy's got to, st- if we're going to clinch second place, he's got to step aside for the rest of the season. I want to get the panel thoughts, please. Well, that's it. From day one, I wasn't uh, for Graham Murty to be the Rangers manager. I don't think he's got the quality to take the team forward. Uh, I thought it was a bad day at the office for him today. I felt for him because he touched on it with his, his press interview. It is a lonely place down there, and especially when you're getting beat with your, your you know, a team like Celtic, and um, you know that you just want that whistle to go. It's a long, long afternoon, but I think his players let him down. But Big another, time, yeah. yeah. But another hand, Derek. I think he let the players down as well because it doesn't matter he picks a team he picks the tactics I think Graham Murty is chancing it to be honest with you and I think he has from day one and I hear him talking and listen to what he's saying I watch his teams he brings in Halliday he brings in Miller he's tossing coins he's doing everything just to try and do something to get him the job he's not Rangers material and I'm not I'm please I'm not 
having anything against him. I don't really know the guy. I think he's got a part to play in Rangers. And also, when I, I always look at dugouts, I, I love watching the dugouts. Every time I look at Rangers, they brought in Jimmy Nickel. I would like to ask Jimmy, who brought him in? Was it Graham Murty? Because Graham Murty doesn't seem to have a conversation with Jimmy all the time. He seems to be left in the background and it's Jonathan Johansson that goes and he's in the ear of Murty. Now, no disrespect to Johansson. He's not to get the qualifications that Jimmy Nichols got. Jimmy Nichols been an experienced manager, international coach. He's been to World Cups. He's been a terrific player. Surely Jimmy Nichol must have something to contribute, whether he's doing it in the dressing room or on the training ground. I do not know. But... I would expect Murty to turn to Jimmy Nicklewake's experience. I don't think that's happening. Will Murty be removed? No, he probably won't. But he will never get the job and he shouldn't get the job. Thank you to Andy in Motherwell, Hugh. Truth is, I have no idea if that would be a good move to let Jimmy Nicklewake take it to the end of the season. Of course, none of us know. But it does also, is it a bit simple? Is it? You know, is it a bit predictable? Just is it? Is it a bit easy to say that that's the solution just because he's there? Yes, it is. Um, because what do you expect Jimmy Nichol to do about this? Um, and if you remove Graham Murty tomorrow morning, uh, you've created more headlines, and it's the one thing that Rangers are trying to avoid, and Graham Murty was trying to avoid today. So Rangers have had a dark day. They have five games to negotiate in order to finish second. Uh, That, for some people, would have been regarded as some kind of success. But I think after a heavy defeat from Celtic today, after Brendan Rodgers going 10 games in a row without losing to Rangers, I don't think people are buying it anymore. They want the revolution. Well, it's been quite a day at Hamden. Thank you to everyone who got in touch on the phones. And if you didn't get the chance, then don't worry, because we're back at six o'clock tomorrow. Hugh Keevans and Derek Johnson will be here along with myself, and we can do it all over Again, it finished Celtic 4, Rangers 0 at Hamden. Plenty to say, we can discuss it tomorrow. I'm straight home, jammies on and watching the telly. I can imagine, I bet you are. Thank you to Hugh Murdo and Derek. Thank you to Gordon DL at Hamden. And the biggest thanks, as always, goes to you. But don't go anywhere, stay exactly where you are because the big top 40 is up next. One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and have a bookie in your back pocket. Please gamble responsibly.